got Miss Right Time with Heart Solutions Podcast. And the more I do this podcast, uh, the more that I feel closer to myself. It did take two years plus. It did take a lot of um, personal therapy with myself. It's not something that just was like, oh, I make a decision and oh, I do five podcasts and oh, I'm better now. No, it's not. It was gradual. It was as much trust as I allowed to the me inside. Because first it was a trust. Because if you're your own parents, if your own parents were not there for you, and in fact they did the other way and then they caused harm, then the trust is gone and now you just are limping along connecting with people in a, in a very very controlled kind of way like when you gave them something to connect with you gave them like like instead of hugging them you know nude let's say you hug them with a parka on <laughs> so if you're if your emotions were your skin and that's where you know you felt the sensation then you know having an undershirt a long sleeve shirt and then a sweater and then a winter jacket so what you did is you connected in in such a, a out of distance kind of way and you know I'm pretty certain that the way that this world is made up of that in somehow way or another you are relating to this and that's really unfortunate that so many of us can relate to this in bits not relating to it all um, but um, you could definitely identify and resonate with probably the big parts of not trusting because of um, the inner trust destroyed early on so, but that's not why I got on. I got on to say, when you don't have parents and they're, they're absent, they might be fulfilling the, uh, let's say, the housing role or, you know, not letting you starve role or those, they might even had you in sports or they had you in hobbies. But you got to think about it. A lot of that is social obligation. So they that was um, done so they don't look bad in their community and that they wouldn't be ostracized or outcast. And so that that generosity could have been a... Um, yeah, I can, I can start to tell my trauma is, is like, doesn't like to talk about it because it starts to just a short circuit me. But anyway, it's important that I continue best I can, so... Bear with me while I have a, a staggering, and a, you know, like a, a vehicle that's like sputtering and popping and it, it doesn't want to go and you're like, this car is about to stop. So it's kind of like the, the, the vehicles of the thoughts. I had it together whenever I was taking a bath. I will tell you that, but I'll try again because um, I got these pants and her um stops to happen so that's lotion so I gotta get ready I don't have digestion issues 
that's not it nor am i squeezing out ketchup for having fries at eight in the morning although that does sound good but no <sighs> distracting myself because for protections anyway when you have parents like that and it appears that they're doing quote-unquote the normal things but behind the scenes uh, all there are many levels of of control mechanism maneuvers and methodologies that they are doing because their inner world is so chaotic and out of control and they feel an inner chaos that they they don't know how to identify they don't know how to fix it they don't really care to fix it because it's too much effort I don't know how crazy people think so My mind doesn't doesn't like talking about this, but that's that's a bravery in me that I keep doing it. So, in me. But the helpful point that I really wanted to come and bring circle all this around to and make the point that I'm having trouble um, extracting because uh, it, it I could think it I could think it safely, but. Happens whenever I, I say it. Doesn't feel safe to say it. I don't know. Um. So, and and one thing I do is, this is, you know, not rehearsed. This is live, minute by minute. It is all a first cut. (laughs) You know, we're receiving first cut. There is not take twos, takes threes, takes twenty fours, because, um. Feelings are imperfect. Feelings are varied. Uh, the stories are imperfect. Stories are varied. But I'll circle back around again to the point is, so those parents did that. They basically pretty much made you made you orphaned. You were orphaned in a household. Wow. That's a strong wording. That's right time. Yeah, the parents that they they were they they didn't really treat you like a child. They treated you like a a little short 35, 40 year old that should know how to take care of their feelings and be quiet at, at perfect times and and that they basically trained you. Let's say discussing. Uh, and I'm talking about abusive things. Um, trained you and the tools were whips and and sticks and possibly electrical cords for um, um, those made you feel bad like the emotional ones those mental tactics of withholding love giving silent treatments um, picking you apart when you bring them your absolute best that closes up trust closes up feelings that um, basically you don't have a parent you're orphaned even though biologically and under the microscope and scientists will be able to make a connection and ancestry.com will gladly take $99 to tell you they're your family oh really thanks ancestry.com or one two three DNA whatever that company is um, but what what happens is now down the way all kids grow up 
they they have a chronological what do you call it positive consequence of the bodies grow the minds grow their mentality grows their experiences have accumulation and then they have a way to maneuver in the world and and they they now can so somewhat function in the world um but you still have the orphan child that you've been carrying and a lot of times when the orphan child is crying some of you adults will drink drink those cries and those whines and those yelps and those those aches and complaints away or you'll throw yourself into work and you'll forget about her the inner child you'll forget about the inner boy and her girl and so what I hope I get you to a point where you adopt that child you adopt her you adopt him and then you listen to everything even if you've heard it all through the decades I'm listening I'm still listening to my inner child my inner child's I've just now letting her cry just in the last two years and truly just been there for her, this inner child in me. So that's my point for you. Bring her in. Bring him in. Don't. You, you're like living in your lonely house with your, your tools of different types of obsessions, addictions. And um, maybe us girls, we, we become psychotically attached to a man. And then we have our kids, and then that's a, that's a burden and a load on us. And we're like, oh, they, we had the kids so early, and now we're lo- we lost our our youth, and you know all this victim stuff, right? So I guess maybe in part the the, the inner child in us lives in us in the, the the parts where it's so neglected that it's just wild and out of control, and and it's so needy and it won't have discipline and won't be told to stay in discipline to maintain good habits and we allow the inner child to run wild and be a, a tiny procrastinator or it gets insulted at things that that and it, it gets easily triggered um so you, you act like I'm not, I'm talking about, maybe not you act like, but let me lift this water up. You act like, okay, I don't mean it like that. You may think, oh, this is malarkey, this is like head shrinky stuff. Look, I've been turning this Rubik's Cube of this me inside and the pain inside for 50 years. Well, maybe not the whole time because there was some some joys of when I was a kid, but let's just call it when I was seven. I've been trying to decipher this thing called this earth, this wild earth guide, this wild circumstance, this extreme abandonment, and then I, I did a personal abandon myself, so that can happen. So there's a lot of things that you just gotta bring to together, and you gotta tell the child child I neglected you baby I neglected you sorry about that water that's draining it might sound bad I don't know how Uh, but you have to apologize to the child because that child don't trust you they don't trust the adults it started out with 
the biological or the adopted or the whatever circumstance it was that the child, inner child, the true child in your, your actual memories, it, it happens and it's tragic. It's tragic. But, the, but the, the greater tragedy is the continuing of leaving this, this child orphaned out there to just deduce and have the wrong thinking um, and just be like, just think back to when you were a child and you had a naive misunderstanding until you, you learned it later. Um, but I'm just going to share something pretty silly and pretty sad. You can tell me what you think. It was, you know, I, I got I got lots of beats just because I would, you know, fondle myself as a little girl of whatever age, you know. I don't know, age five to whenever that stopped, um, the beats over that, uh, so I can tell that I'm starting a short, a short circuit, but, um, oh gosh, let me just sip coffee, <laughs> okay, hold on. But some, I didn't know about reproduction, yeah? At five to about 11 yet. And then whenever I, um, there were some parts of reproduction that I understood about the human philosophy, physiolo- physiology. And I knew that there is an impregnation that happens, but in those very, very simple terms. So I thought in my little child thinking that if I I touched myself there that I would get pregnant with a little finger. That's a little bit cute. It's a little bit adorable. But in my mind, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a little finger in my belly and I'm going to give birth to fingers. (laughs) It's laughable and it's sad. It is sad, my friend. (laughs) Oh my gosh, help. But, um, yeah, because no one was sitting down. No one was coming eye level and say, baby girl, baby girl, you know, on all topics that, that I, I just mentioned to you, baby girl, you know, nobody was running through my day. No one was doing any of that. So I was an orphan. And so here in the future, here at this age, I am my own parent. You are your own parent. And you can either be a bad parent and perpetuate the, the inner abuse, or you can be a good parent. And you can dote on yourself and you can go, oh, baby, I, I see that you're having a bad day. You want to get some ice cream? And just be very, very gentle and very compassionate with yourself. That's the self-compassion part that I'm, I really like to voice. But because those are, I don't do that in, in specific words, but... I try to make it up for myself, to myself, whenever something doesn't feel good or go good. And I also stay alone and I stay with it. Because if I don't, who else will? Exactly. It's got to be me. It's got to be you. So, yeah, that inner child 
is it something wild and that needs to be beat to bring into submission for for yourself as an adult right now and get it to mind and obey the child needs to be loved and all this bad habits that is created for you and all the havoc that these bad habits um, maybe the inner child that's doesn't trust that is created for you and the the wild path that it took you to by attracting to disastrous people let's say Whew. my mind is like uh, uh, duh, uh, duh. Um, you can't blame it you can't hate it you you can't put it in a corner you can't say shut the fuck up you dumb little fuck you've been making me feel like shit all these years just get the fuck over it grow the fuck up Wow, no, no, because what what you'll do is you're basically, if you've got children, you'll perpetuate that, and you'll give them that inner inner parent, because that's what we do, is we we transfer an inner parent to our children, so they can have that continuing programming that's called social training, that goes through their lineages and the generations, so you are supposed to break curses, generational curses, and create opportunities for generational blessings because when you're healing your inner child you're not just healing this generation that just stops right here with you it heals the lineage down the way so um one of the things that i heard from a life coach i gotta do my makeup i gotta get ready for work i'm over here just um Lottie dying in my morning. I got, I got to get to work. <laughs> I got to hurry. It's like, I have to talk to my inner child. Say, baby, I really, really enjoy playing and talking and just relaxing all morning. But now we got to be somewhere so we can play later, babes. See, that's how we talk to the inner, inner child or inner, inner person with compassion. And it, a lot of times for me, it's not, what do you call it? Actual words. It's more like feeling and intentions. So it's um it's a it's a it's a relationship that has been built over these last two three years, and then it's been time spent here with with her. So, whew, and every time that I speak like this, it it basically affirms that yes. I will continue to talk to you in a child or, or in your best year. You can create whatever dynamic inside you want to call it. Because you want to create. Because it's your inner world. Listen, a world uh, is going to exist anyway. Why not shape your inner world? Shape it. I was being quiet because I was drawing my eyebrows. Shape it. Shape your inner world. Because you're you're brought to this world too, and and this is something. Well, I'm I'm long-winded this morning. Um, it's, it's recommended on podcast um, trainings and such to just do five minutes, but but it's not enough <laughs> at this moment. But when your soul is thrown into a very very horrid 
experience and very horrid um hmm. oh I can tell I'm starting to put some breaks on in my mind because my mind's like it's enough it's very touchy no more emotion okay but I'll, but I'll keep going let me paint this eyebrow one moment My mind has just concentrated, so I finished. Um, it's important that I finish. Oh, that your soul was selected, or maybe your soul selected to volunteer, or maybe you were you were selected to come into this lineage, this poisonous timeline called these people and that they they did have children and then so it might have been that you had to come in and 911 this um what is that word oh 911 this this lineage this this um generational lineage because there is something or someone either yourself or down the way that was going to heal portions of the world that had been, um, you know, like areas of the world or a lineage of a, a family. And unfortunately, that's that's not quite fair. It's a lot of responsibility to put on a small one. But as I'm, I'm starting to see children in life I want to say their souls are as big as they will ever be, but their biology and their teeny tiny um, are small. Their tools are small. Their souls are ginormous. Ginormous and already fully developed. So I've just make stuff up. If you don't like that, that's okay. That's okay. You don't want to hear all that? Well, then use your power, babies. Use your powers and just never listen to this again. Press the stop button and then go on with your life. It's your choice. Just like it's my choice to tune in once I want to turn in to. So I want to turn into more of what I'm speaking about, what I'm, I'm hearing from my own voice. Because I'm telling you, sometimes I will listen to my own Instagrams or not so much my podcast, but it's like, there's something attracting and magnetizing that um, it's me thinking about makeup. <laughs> it's hard for me to just concentrate. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, do, 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 and start and then stop it. And, and then also, um, I have my own personal blockages that they go. It's too much, it's too much, it's too much, no more. Stop, stop, stop. No, no talk, no talk. So, but anyway, that's what I have for you on this. Um, this is previously recorded about 10 days ago because um, the podcasting, so instead of doing it daily, you can record now and, and schedule at future times. You can schedule it in staggered, you know, frequencies of time. So I, whenever I have the um, 
the wisdom come in or or my own help like I have just helped myself or I've gained or the Lord or myself has given me an understanding that that nourishes me I'm like okay it's a podcast time or okay it's Instagram live time and so I continue to tune in to life coaches and um honestly some of y'all may not like this but y'all's religion scare me specifically the Christianity and the other one the Islamic one because there is not a freedom there is a um I'm not gonna discuss religion but there you go y'all y'all some of y'all's Christians they scare me I think that's the next one I'm gonna do is because I've made my own deduce deductions hold on I'm painting my breath and of coming to some intelligent conclusions, intelligent my way. But um, yeah, I'm gonna save that for the next one. And you know, growing up, my Earth Guide. Oh, it's so important to give from Catholicism. And while I didn't grow up to be, you know, Catholic, I did adopt the Christianity. I'm denominational, and I went to that church and. Um, because it's what I knew and it's what my ex-husband wanted we gave our children the Christianity model and I'm obviously I'm glad because that that was a moral uh, structuring that maybe I needed a comfort the comforting words inside that says there is a God that walks with you there is God that that sees your pain feels your pain and you know, the benevolent side of the God and not the wrathful side of, of the God that the hold on lipstick the Bible hates. Hold on. We don't <laughs> we don't want me to give me a like a, a third arch because you know a lip has two little one arch, two arch like a like a pretty McDonald's thing. We don't need a third arch, okay? We don't need an upside down W or M. Wait. I don't know. Scratch all that. But, uh... Yeah. Okay. Lipstick done. And I'm like 10 minutes away from needing to be done. And I still have my hair to dry. But yeah, the next one I'll talk about is the imprint, the impact of religion that that it had on my... um, my, my healing experience as a, um, a very traumatized, wounded, um, psychologically broken female. And, uh, the examples of females that I was shown in the Bible as the, um, the examples of what a real woman is. So... I do appreciate you tuning in and I know this is very fluffy and it's very like ladylike and, and female-like and so um, but I, I definitely think there's a place for it and there's there's a I'll be speaking to someone somebody's gonna understand this and somebody's gonna find comfort in this because I can definitely feel 
you know, benevolence and a, a relaxedness. And my blood pressure is pretty and it's, it's very nice. So I know that I feel nice as I deliver it. And therefore, it is, it, let's say it's false. Let's say, wow, <laughs> that was all wrong. But anything delivered in a voice of kindness and compassion, that will come through. It's whatever the wording is. And so even if it's like, oh, Ms. Wright, I'm here misguided and I don't know what you're creating, but, but baby girl, yeah, that's, that's false. Let's say I'm wrong. You know, I'm, I'm right for me, right? And everybody gets to do it right for them. Um, there's biblical things that says, nope, wrong. Um, but did I say it with the intentions of helping someone? Yeah. Have I um, possibly been helping myself with through the, the tools of disillusions and, and made up stuff? Okay, maybe I created an imaginary world to help heal from the junk that I come up in. Come up in. Okay. Then I did. And. And. Yeah, I um cast to the side. What's that word? Opinions of others. Like a, you don't like how I feel. Um, okay. That's it's nice that God gave you a mind to have a a, a discernment <laughs> and uh, truth to you, but. Uh, thing about okay, I'm just gonna leave that alone. That way, it could be. Inter- I'll just go ahead and say the thing about Christianity is they don't they don't stop at the truth for me. They go out there and demand that this has to be a truth applied to you, and that you must govern and rule yourself in this manner, or you are perpetuating and living in your wretched ways. And I'm like, oh wow. Can you just live in your truth and believe in what you believe and just leave people alone? Because maybe your help isn't my help. My help is me and the, the church of the world. So that's a preview for the next podcast. A religious one. <laughs> Yikes. I'm brave. I may change my mind, so this may be it. So this might have been your your one flavor <laughs> um, but back to the I might I might be all wrong about everything I do know that when it comes to other people I don't know about these eyebrows when it comes to other people oh, my mind is that you know sometimes after a podcast I do have, have like a an introverted kind of feeling and it's I just feel an, an energy uh, tapped into a, the darkness of me and then it's just like now that's circulating throughout me and then it's sometimes I just feel a little like I'm staring off into space sad or I'm, what have you so but it's it's good for me it's really good for me really important And that's also okay too. 
it's fine if that's what I need and and it's it's me being safe to me okay if that's a parent just watching the inner child go okay you've talked enough baby it's okay whatever you gotta do you do sweetheart see see that's how you talk to the self talk to the self and let the self talk to you you can't do that if there's a lot of voices around Telling you, I just feel <laughs> I feel just as fulfilled with being by myself at times that I do with connections with others. Because have you ever had a, just such an enriching connecting conversation with someone else, and you just feel like, wow, that seeped all through me, and the goodness is just lovely. And that person is just a walking angel in 3D form. Wow. I just feel that, and I feel like that energy is coming back to me, about me, for me, at times. Um, or it might be confirmation from God saying, yeah, look, things are going on. Or it might be the pain is being released. You know how much pain you hold on to? How much injury or how much toxicity that, that uh, circulates? Because we keep it? Because we... We hold the throw up in, we hold the, um, you know, like it'd be, we'd be better if we just kind of purged that, that we don't, we don't want to throw up because we hate throwing up. Might be something like that. I don't know. This is like, y'all in my laboratory. But makeup's done and now I have to put clothes on. I don't really like my makeup, but anyway, it's fine. Like I have, a, I don't have another 15 minutes to invest on it but um, back to the inner child thing right now there is a knowing in my from my inner child from the self-trust or the inner bestie or all those any any of those descriptions it's a trust that hey in the uh, more mature parts of me are gonna take care of your food sweetheart you know like me to me talking to me they're gonna take care of your you're cold. If you're going to be cold, I'm, I'm going to be watching out for you. And if you get to be cold, then with love, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of your, your, your cold or your hot. And if you're bored, it's just like a doting mother. You're going to bring those little puzzles and you're going to say, I brought you something you can play, okay? Because I know you're going to be bored. You know, you might have that little mother's voice. Um, or your father's voice. You can have a gentle father's voice to you, at you, directed at you. So, um, but yeah, this this main message today is you adopt yourself. Adopt yourself. You gotta adopt that little inner child. Because, and then, you know, when you adopt a new child, I don't even know what that's like, but I want to say logically it would be spending time with little little because they don't even know you they just met you you just you were just adopted and you know you're gonna give the little child space you're just gonna watch for and observe him or her and when she's ready and when he's ready he'll tell you what needs to be told about where he had lived at before what who he had who were his Maybe parents died. Maybe it was shuffled through, you know, orphanage after orphanage, or 
that's that through the system in your in your inner world you can create any kind of imaginary scenario that will heal you this world did its fuckery and broke you so don't act like it's crazy to make up something to heal yourself it's not a problem to heal yourself or to uh, source from your lord source from your, your earth friends here and the other benevolent spirits here encased in beautiful for- mortal forms nothing wrong with that <laughs> And that's the world that's wanting to stay sick. And that's the world trying to keep you in your generational brokenness. You know, because what you are, you you will give to the next generation. Oh, Miss Rector, I don't have children. You still are, are prevalent and prevalent in the way of the, the lineage that will go on past you and after you. So... Oh, that one was a little hard to deliver. But uh, thank you for listening. That's my time.